So hello listeners, welcome back to Money Talk with Patrick. I am your host Patrick, trading mentor and creator of TCE Trading. So in today's episode, I will be joined once again by Vincenzo Toscano. You might already know him from my podcast episode, How to Live Your 9 to 5. If not, be sure to check that one out. Today, we will be talking more about the so-called rat race and how you could potentially escape it. It's always great to have guests in the podcast, so please show them some love and share this episode with your friends and network. It is really appreciated. So once again, once again, Enzo, you are here with us. It was a pleasure having you before. It's always good to have a second input, you know, talking more about personal finances, talking more about how we can help people. So how are you today? I'm doing great, Patrick. Thank you for the invite. So yeah, it was very nice coming back again and see how we can share knowledge for all your expectators. But it was very nice the last episode. I saw you got some great feedback. I'm looking forward to discuss new topics today and see how we can help others. Yeah, and, and you know, one, one of the interesting things is that, of course, because uh, the podcast is slowly growing, uh, the audience is uh, bigger. Also, I changed it a little bit because at the beginning, I was really focusing on trading, but now it's more like, you know, broad. It's more about personal finance. It's more about money in general. Yeah, it's also about trading, but it's also about investing. It's also about psychology. It's all about improving uh, people's life you know it's all these uh, tricks and cheats that they can use in order to you know become wealthier in order to kind of become better as a person so i know that some of of my audience will remember you from that episode that we did which was uh, how to live your nine to five would you explain us you know more about what you're doing how you did it uh, but just to kind of like recap, I would like uh, for you to introduce yourself once again. You know, what are you doing? Uh, and also, um, more or less, uh, what are you doing to help people? Sure. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Um, so myself, yeah, my name is Vincenzo. I, I'm originally from Italy. All my life living in Venezuela. In terms of uh, what I do right now for a living, so three years ago, uh, I was an engineer working for Rolls Royce, but then I decided to start my side gig, which was selling on Amazon, doing Amazon FBA specifically. And then that side of the business started to thankfully uh, increase in, in sales and revenue. So thankfully, I managed to cover some of my expenses and I took the, the decision to leave my engineering job. And then by the time I started doing just Amazon uh, FBA, I also wanted to diversify my income. And that's why I also started my agency, uh, which is e-commerce focus uh, specifically, where we help uh, small brands, uh, retailers, um, just individuals that want to start in e-commerce. And usually what I do with my team is we provide trainings, uh, services, and just help them to get started into this e-commerce thing that is currently booming as you all, all of you can see yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know that um they say that sometimes you can get lucky but you can only get lucky when you're prepared and fortunately you know you were in that specific point that you already have the infrastructure and then you know it was sad what happened with the pandemic and everything but i mean it is a fact that it helped certain businesses and it affected others right uh, yeah. which i think you know again uh even even I, uh, you know, something that I would like to do with you in the future is potentially get kind of like more of a partnership or even I, I could open an online uh, 
e-commerce store, you know, because I think it's important even for the people to understand that it's not only about looking for your financial freedom, right? It's also about looking for side income to diversify so that you are not stuck with one single source of uh, of income, right? A lot of people lost their jobs uh, with this pandemic and a lot of people were hugely affected because they didn't have any other income. Yes. No, and, and in the end, what uh, what that creates is that you are relying on maybe the government for of this or these checks that they were giving you. Maybe you're relying on something and then the situation becomes even harder because you are not able to pay your mortgage. You're not able to pay your rent or something like that. So I want to stress out how important it is to really kind of like be diversified. You know, that's kind of like what I try to preach at least in the podcast. Now, the topic that I wanted to discuss with you today is more about uh, the rat race or, or mm-hmm. the so-called rat race, right? For everyone who's listening, um, you know, this is a colloquial term, but the rat race is basically an endless, um, self-defeating, pointless pursuit, right? The phrase yeah. equates basically to humans, uh, to rats attempting to earn a reward, so, you know, such as cheese to some, or something with no avail at all. So it may also refer kind of to a competitive struggle to get ahead financially or routinely. So basically it's like, again, if you were a laboratory rat and you were running to get your cheese and you're doing this again and again and again and again, and in reality, there's no point in doing that. And even less if you are uh, kind of like not sad, but you know, you, you are not really being happy with what you're doing. So what, what do you think about this? What do you think like people, kind of do or they can do better uh, to kind of like not fall in this trap yeah i think um usually the term rat race comes from the basic definition that um well you know most people when they have a hamster or this kind of animals they have on a cage and usually what they do is they keep spinning on the wheel and the same wheel over and over and over and that's basically what the terms is coming from basically is is explaining how some people stay in the same job doing the same thing for 34 years. Um, The only thing they do is complain that maybe their income is not enough or they're not happy, but every day they wake up and follow the same routine. They don't put any effort to change that. And at the end of the day, um, they are expecting a change which is not gonna come if you don't change your habits, uh, what you do and the actions you take on a daily basis to take you out of that. But um, yeah, I 100% think that is a term that is it's been applied a lot daily because um, lately, because I think a lot of people is doing a lot of jobs that they don't like because they are just following in the money. Uh, or some of them, are, of course, is sometimes for necessity. But I think the important thing uh, whenever you are on that situation it to ha- is to have a, a, an end goal. So it's not bad to have a rate raise um, a job kind of job uh, for example working at mcdonald's or some kind of job that really doesn't have a long a, a future as long as you have an objective because maybe you need the money to get outside of a negative situation or you need to establish yourself emotionally and um, but as long as as you know it's just a short period of your of your of your life to get you where you want to go that's completely fine i think the issue becomes when you reach 20 30 years doing the same over and over and over uh, while you want you're, you're expecting a change that's not going to come out of it. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And to be honest, I think I kind of resemble what you said because, you know, the pandemic hit everyone. And, you know, I've been traveling around. I've been trying to find better opportunities. And it really hit hard, uh, at least to, uh, for me, right? It was very difficult. 
Uh, and I think what you said is is key. It's all about the end goal, right? It's all about the sacrifices and the hustle you need to do, and basically all the amount of crap that you need to eat at some point in order to achieve your goals. I think that's kind of like the most important uh, part. And it's something that you know, with TC trading, with Monitor, with Patrick, I've been trying to do is to inform people about what they can do based on my experiences, based on the experiences of the people who are in my network, like you, and so on. So, yep. what uh, another topic that I discussed previously was the different types of income, right? And mm-hmm. I might sound a little bit repetitive for the last uh, three episodes, but I really want to highlight the importance of knowing the different uh, types of income and knowing which ones you have currently. Now, Mm -hmm. we have three different types of income. In the past uh, two uh, podcasts that I've done, I've talked only about active and passive, but I'm also going to be talking a little bit about the portfolio income, which is pretty straightforward. So active income, we already know that it's anything that you do that has a substantial material thing. You know, if you are working and you're and you're spending time doing something like a nine-to-five job, if you are required to input that amount of time, that amount of hours, and you get paid per hour, that's active income, you know? Yeah. Passive income is if you create a side business, something that initially it will take a lot a, a lot of time to set up because we I already discussed that there's nothing as a free launch, right? There's nothing like, yeah, yeah a you can create something without putting any effort at all. That does not yeah. exist. If you want to create your business, you uh, have to put the, the work in the beginning and then maybe sustaining it, it's not going to be the same as acti- active income. So you're going to be able to earn overnight. You're going to be able to earn where you eat. You're going to be able to earn where, when you sleep. And finally, portfolio income, as it sounds, is all your investings is whatever you are taking out from your business, from your income, putting it separately in an account and continuously growing. You know, we've, I've also talked about what's the best way to grow your wealth in previous podcasts, uh, which basically is, you know, try to pay your debts first. Once you have, you don't have debts, try to save uh, a certain amount and then the rest invest and then compound it slowly, monthly, yeah. monthly, monthly. You know, if the prices go down, just buy a little bit more you know, dollar cost average and expect in the future that everything is going to go up. Uh, So now I know that you do this very efficiently. I know that you basically have all three paths, all all these uh, things that I mentioned. So I don't know if you can give us a a more kind of realistic uh, scenario of how you've achieved to do that and what are the advantages of each one. Yeah, sure. Uh, yes, 100%. It's very important to have all of them because uh, it's really when you come for circle about uh, a step closer to get to that point of your life where you don't need to work every single day of your life, which is when you reach the financial goal of depending on passive income and portfolio, which is the last stop basically but usually yeah i started 100 on the active income which was of course with my amazon thing and my e-commerce uh, agency uh, so the e-commerce agency is 100 active of course because it depends a lot of me and my team uh, providing uh, services to my clients so that, that would be like the top um, entrance for the active side of things then I, if i move to the passive side of things i have my amazon business which now is more passive because it's, it's currently, uh, Amazon is doing everything for me. So the only thing I need to really take care of is things such as inventory, 
or launch a new product, but it's really something that might take you a few hours or a week and then it, it moves by itself and you just need low maintenance. And then I also have other things such as uh, affiliates, uh, affiliate uh, income with our software companies in Amazon space, things like that, which also form part of the passive income. And then if we go to the um, portfolio side of things, yes, I also do that, which is basically, I divide in two main sections. One would be the typical stocks um, and funds side of things, which is investing in index funds, mutual funds, single stocks, bonds, anything that uh, really makes part of the of the stock market in general. And then I have the crypto side of things. Usually what I do every month is usually always take 15% of my top uh, revenue, which is coming either of a by the combining active and passive income and I divide a 15% mainly on stocks and everything that has to do with mutual funds, index funds and things like that just to make sure I'm building something for the long term, investing in compound interest and I always make sure to invest in things that have a cumulative uh, setting in, in, the mutual, in the mutual funds or the index fund which usually means that every, every dividend that I get out of those things is reinvested and what I'm trying to do is to just play with the compound interest uh, side of things. And then on the crypto side of things, I usually just take maximum around 5% of my revenue. And I just uh, currently mainly invest on, on Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's the main things, two things I'm investing with. And the whole goal of the portfolio is keep growing and growing and growing and take all that revenue coming from active and passive to a point that in the future, I can just rely from my portfolio and and basically no need to work uh, yeah. <laughs> from yeah. uh, on the other two quadrants but that's uh, really how I'm, I'm structuring my my income uh, uh, venues at the moment and eventually in the future of course i would like to also add an extra one which would be things such as real estate or things like that more down the line yeah yeah of course i i think I mean, you're basically killing it in, in that way, you know, because there, I think the main point is that there is no excuse, right? You can have them all, for instance, even I, you know, I'm working for a company right now. Uh, I'm also having uh, that course, my TC trading, AV trading course, which is kind of like a small passive income. You know, uh, very soon I might start monetizing the podcast as well. Uh, and what I'm trying to say is that whatever you do, you know, even if it's small amounts of, of, of money that you're receiving, you know, all that is going to be accumulating over time, you know, and there's no excuse really to be like, oh, I'm just depending on my nine to five and then that's it. I cannot earn more money. No, you, of course you can. You only have to work towards it. You know, you have to put that extra effort. Like, for instance, even I know that uh, when I visited you a couple of years ago, you were basically working even more, you know, it was nine to five and then continue working on that uh, side hustle. And even uh, for me, sometimes it comes, uh, comes to that, you know, it's like improving skills I'm doing certificates or I'm doing something else. And then I'm working on TC trading. I'm working on, you know, the images, the design stuff, marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But you have to work a little bit more than the standard, right? It's just pushing a little bit uh, more. I think the only difference kind of is, uh, and, and again, this is a question of taste. Uh, and, and this is why I say that there's no excuse because a lot of people say, hey, you know, I don't know how to invest or they're worried and so on. 
Uh, but you don't really need to know, for instance, how to trade, right? You can always do dollar cost average. As you said, just choose the, the, the best or the biggest yeah. kind of like um, assets, you know, in your case, Bitcoin, Ethereum, or just uh, some funds and just doing that. You know, in my case, I'm trying to diversify more into specific stocks. Uh, I'm trying to diversify more into trading opportunities because I like doing that, you know, because it's yeah. something that I like, something that people can do. Uh, again, that's why they, uh, I made a course on that so that people can understand how it works and decide if it's what you want. If you want to spend your time trying to make a little bit more money that way, it's fine. You can do it. But if you don't have the time, if you have your business, well, then there's no excuse. Just do dollar cost averaging yeah. and then that, that, that's it. it. Index fund, S&P 500 is the most basic thing you can do. You are guaranteed to do at least 5% to 8% all this. So. Yeah. I mean, not all is guaranteed, but based on yeah. history. Yeah, on average, is, on average yeah, in so. the history, of course. So the, it's no excuse. I mean, it's, it's just a few buttons. You put money in and you don't need to be a trader expert. And, yeah, and you <laughs> just wait for it. Yeah. And yeah. almost the last two topics, uh, first of all, uh, Kind of talking about assets versus liability and i want to kind of like summarize this very quickly because i want to talk more about your case which i think is going to mm -hmm. be more interesting about assets versus the liabilities i already talked asset is whatever makes you money is whatever you buy or you have uh, you know like uh, i don't know if you have a business you know that's an asset because it's creating money if you yeah. buy a, a property to rent and it's giving you money, okay, that's going to be an asset, you know? And I also talk about the positive cash flow. What does it mean? If you're active or if your assets are giving you more money than your liabilities, which is whatever takes money out of your pocket, then your cash flow is positive, meaning that you are earning more than you are actually spending. And, you know, it could be the other way around that if you spend more, then you're going to have more debt and so on. You're going to have a negative net cash flow, which is uh, very important. I think this is uh, kind of like a topic, especially for you. It's going to be very important because, you know, if you have a business, if you have different types of kind of like costs and so on, you also need to take into consideration, okay, where are you going to invest? Where are you going to put your money, you know? We one famous example is the house, right? Is the house an asset or a liability? Well, it could be both, right? Are you renting it? Are you getting something back from the house? You know, then it could be an asset. But most people think it's an investment when in reality it's a liability. Why? Because you're yeah. paying mortgage, you're paying insurance, uh, you're paying maintenance, and it's a cost to you, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you have any kind of like key insights regarding assets and liabilities, because I know that you are very well uh, aware of the topic as well. Yeah. So in terms of that, yeah, always whenever I do an investment, I always make sure that it's going to be a positive cash flow, uh, at least in the, in the near to the long te uh, term in terms of um, what I'm going to get in exchange of my money, because uh, I think a lot of people uh, think that uh, as long as it's, something that is considered an asset is going to give you money like for the typical example is a house a lot of people buy right now people is, a lot of people is buying houses because interest uh, rates are all times low so okay it's very cheap to to buy a house but they are not really seeing the long-term effect of that which is considering if you really are uh, are able to afford that house in the long term the expenses the repair the fees to buy the house the fees to sell the house the market fluctuations so all those things a lot of people don't think 
and the only thing they they, they usually think oh my mortgage is one thousand dollars and my rent was one thousand two hundred so i'm actually a house and i'm saving money but sometimes renting can actually be smarter because renting for example can buy you time to wait for the right property or to make you move to the right location and then buy there and have a profit where otherwise if you're just rushing and buy just because it's a, you think it's an asset you end up on negative cash flow. So that's a very important thing to always consider. But I think uh, in summary, between assets and liability, always making sure that gives you a positive uh, yeah, cash flow cash, is very important. Yeah. And the other thing is always making sure that whenever you want to buy a, an expense, a, I mean, when, whenever you want to buy something for you that is considered an expense that is not going to be an asset, or let's say a, a toy, when I say toys, anything such as a, a new TV or things that are really just something that's not going to add value, always make sure you buy it from the cash flow your asset generates rather than the cash you have in hand, because that is going to allow you to never touch the principal, your assets keep growing, and at the end of the day, you're not killing the tool which initially you should have done used to create the asset in the first sure, place. Yeah. So, yeah. And what you're saying is key, and that's something that I've been discussing even right now with some uh, people close to me, is that you want to look after the cash flow. You don't want to look after your total amount of money because if you are suddenly spending more than you are actually earning, then yeah. you, your positive overall, uh, uh, you know... Uh, net worth. Yeah. Net worth, exactly. Yeah. It's going to be starting to shrink. And that's what you want to avoid at all costs. So even if you have to buy a computer, even if you have to do whatever you have to do, uh, be aware that you need to try and make, and still maintain that cash flow and, and still maintain that positive cash flow. That's going to, even even if you, you know, if you are earning, I don't know, $2,000 per month, you know, mm -hmm. and you want to buy something that's potentially 3000 yeah, uh, you know, maybe what you can do is, okay, maybe I'm going to kind of like, paid in uh, monthly, you know, so that the cash flow stays positive. And this is kind of like what some companies do, uh, you know, in terms of their accounting. Of course, if they buy, I don't know, uh, an asset, a house that they're going to rent or whatever, they're going to say, well, this is a five-year investment. So they are going to equally divide that. And then, you know, of course, they're trying to get that uh, that income to arrive in and be all, yeah. always having this uh, positive cash flow. I think that's the main idea. So uh, I think we're almost done. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it's been a long uh, topic and it's very interesting. Of course, I will have, uh, will have you again. So to summarize, I want to talk about your business case. If you kind of, you know, talk about the income and diversification as kind of like um, a step-by-step, -step, you know, kind of like a guide for people who are uh, listening in terms of your experience, you know, how do you start your business? How do you diversify your, your income in a very kind of like summarized way for them to take yeah. away like a golden nugget? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, I mean, specifically in my case, uh, what I did initially is use the only tool I had under my hand, which was time. So I work long hours, 12, 15 hour days to make sure I could basically do all the work by myself. And then what it is, as soon as I start, started making some extra money, what I did that is I invested that into, a, it's not really an asset, but it was an asset for me because it was buying me time, which was basically hiring people to help me with. And then that allowed me to start getting more uh, work done and 
at the same time I had extra time and that extra time I was using it to either make other relationships or start thinking into other sources of income such as the portfolio side of things so start thinking about how to do more passive so I think at the end of the day the easiest way to uh, diversify your income the faster is to understand that money is a tool and use that to buy you time then you can use that time to keep creating assets so in general what uh, the summary is that basically is you need to make sure that the steps to usually follow is use your time the time then is going to allow you to generate a cash flow that cash flow you use it to generate assets and those assets buy you time again and you use that time to create the wheel again and they will keep spinning and spinning and spinning and then at the end of the day what you really want to end up as an end goal in the business so i think is to have many companies on the under your control or um, and many projects without having to work 24 hours per day and how you do that with the money you're using to yeah. uh, provide a uh, to build a team and so on so yeah yeah so i mean basically you know uh, for you listeners is it's diversifying it's not yeah. sticking just to one thing because you know some things will fail some things will not uh, you know will be successful and overall you want to keep this uh, this diversified so that as you said if you have multiple kind of companies even if they don't have to be big companies you know because when you you mentioned like a company a lot of people have this misconception that oh you know amazon or yeah. facebook <laughs> no no the, you yeah. know there's small companies uh, you know as a small business that you yeah. can own you know uh, we're talking about i don't know maybe you open a small restaurant maybe you Yeah. You, know, you have a i don't know you open a hairdressing uh, salon yeah. and you pay people to work on it and you charge them yeah. like kind of like diversification you know? yeah, exactly. it's better to have it's always better i always say i'd rather have 10 business that make me 2000 each per month an example that one business that make 20000 because at the end of the day if one goes down it's not going to affect me but if i have only one business that goes down that's yeah. it i'm done so Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, and once again, there's no excuse, right? Uh, I'm gonna give kind of like what I've been doing in terms of, uh, you know, passive income. You know, I already mentioned that I, I do a course, so it's in Udemy. So, you know, every month I will receive a certain percentage. And again, maybe in, in the future, I will mo monetize a podcast. Uh, you know, uh, maybe I will try to find other ways to make uh, more income. You know, I'm already trading. I'm already kind of investing and, and being... Uh, and doing that but the point is that there's so much that you can do that doesn't take a lot of time and this is what people are scared of you know and we talk about um, uh, in the last episode that people prefer to watch netflix than actually keep uh, you know trying to do uh, some extra work that might help them you know people rather spend on things that they don't really need just because they want to impress others instead of being yeah. like, you know what, I'm not going to spend nothing at all. You know, in the past uh, couple months, I've been like super close because I'm like, okay, you know, because of the effects of the pandemic with what happened, you know, I'm like, I'm not spending anything at all. I'm going to rebuild whatever, uh, you know, I lost whatever, uh, you know, I, 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 I've been trying to kind of like keep it yeah. in, in that mindset because if you don't, then you're never gonna really succeed. You're never gonna really yeah. increase your wealth because you're spending it elsewhere where you could reinvest it in yourself, where you could reinvest it in, as we said, different types of investments or in other business that might generate something. So, yeah. and so once again, I'm very thankful that you're here. I think, um, you know, you always bring a positive 
mentality uh, to the people that are listening. And, and, and please, listeners, don't take this for granted. You know, it might be very easy to just uh, kind of say like, oh, yeah, there's people that are making money. I can't because you can't. That's the reality. You know, you can do so many things. And it depends on you, what you want. You don't have to create the next Amazon, you know? You don't have to create something like that at all. You can start by having some small passive income. Now, Enzo, before we go, please let us know where our listeners can reach you if they want to learn more about e-commerce, if, if they want some consultancy. What's the best way to find you? Sure. Uh, thank you for that, Patrick. Uh, yeah, to reach out, uh, feel free to go to my agency website, which is... Uh, www.ecomc.com uh, you can also find us on, on Facebook, Instagram ecomc uh, and basically you can reach out to us in there and we will make sure to even schedule a first uh, call to give you free coaching, we always do that with our clients and see how we can provide value and if you want also to reach out to me personally I will be more than happy to discuss any, any, any questions you may have either in the e-commerce side or the business side of things, yeah yeah, perfect. And so, so apart from that, you know, if you are watching for the listeners, if you are watching through YouTube, I will put, of course, your links in the description. If you are not yet following me in Telegram, I would suggest that you download Telegram. Just search for Money Talk TCE. I will be also putting your links in there so that people, you know, can see a, 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 and so on. So once again, it's ecomc. Uh, can you spell that for us so that they really know yeah. how to spell it? Yeah, sure. It's going to be E-C-O-M-C-Y. Yeah. Okay, well, then that's going to be everything. In any case, traders and listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Money Talk with Patrick. Escaping the rat race is something very achievable, but in order to do so, you will have to work for it. Take the advice mentioned above and start improving your own situation. If you are new to the podcast and enjoy this episode, do not forget to subscribe in order to get a notification of new episodes. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Okay, guys. <laughs>